0: Live from America, we're listening to the Hip Hop
1: Patriots. Jeremy
2: of ATV, and this is Live from America, and I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving, host to this amazing show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and we are broadcasting live from the Live Free or Granite State, Live Free or Die Granite State, I should say. How did I miss that last part? I want to know who you are and where you're watching from, so if you could just please give us your name. And where you're watching from, we would appreciate it. Big shout out to Ashley Garland. How you doing this morning? Heather, how are you? Mustache is in the building. Michelle Groff is here today to watch some LFA. Bill Carmen is in the video, is in the uh, show today. A.R. Husky is here. Sherry, how are you, Sherry? Good to see you, S-H-E-R-R-Y, Sherry. Brett, 27, is here. Mr. Tough Chocolate, Deb, Deb K is in the building. Scotty, please say a prayer for Scotty's family. Scotty's father-in-law suffered a stroke. Please pray for him. Fireman in the building from Arkansas. Marlene, how you doing? Brad Smith from Port Falls, Idaho. Barb is in the building. How you doing Barb? Marky is here. and Conserve Q is in the building. Thank you so very much for joining us today on this episode of Live from America, December 19th, six days left. Until we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we couldn't think of a better place to be than here all together. And as you guys are coming in, logging into Rumble, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. We say rumble the video. Rumble the video for us. Share it out if you're watching it on the Rumble app. Just share it to your social media platforms, or grab the link if you're watching it on a computer. And if you are watching on your big flat screen TVs, just grab your phone real quick, come in, give us a rumble, because it helps. And until we can get rumbling on the TV, you got to do it on the phone or on your computer. Again, thank you for joining us today. We got a lot to go through, so let me just kind of give you a breakdown of the first hour of the show. The first hour of the show, we're going to be talking a little bit and exposing a little bit more of Lindsey Graham, because I think that we need to make Lindsey Graham a target of a massive campaign to remove... From South Carolina. No more holding South Carolina hostage because you bring a lot of money to South Carolina because you are uh, corrupt and in the know. We're going to be talking about Kamala Harris uh, and what her plans are here going forward in 2024. She ought to get ready for we're coming for you, but she's not. She's doing something else, even more stupid. I've got an update for you on the border in Arizona, the border in Texas. We're going to be talking about how a massive amount of Democrat voters want Joe Biden gone off the ticket. We're going to be talking about a little bit, a little bit about January sixth, and much, much more in the first hour, the second hour of today's show. We're going to be talking about um, our our steel in the United States and where that might be going. We're going to be talking about something that the Pope did that is very disgusting. We're going to be talking about Trump appointed judges and the Democrats going after SCOTUS judges and much, much more. So thank you for being here. I think it's a good time to start out. Exposing Lindsey Graham. And we'd like to thank our great friend over at Ultra Maga, Max Evans. He's always putting together the greatest videos. He's always doing the greatest editing to make sure that you get the point of what we're trying to get across. And that is, it is time for Mr. Flimsy Lindsey Graham to check that wind and let himself be taken away. Because we are tired of you, sir. And we're gonna come after you harder than we're coming after the Democrats. Because we are sick and tired of Mrs. Lady G. Roll it.
1: Watch what he said. It wasn't peaceful. I was there. If it had been up to me, I would have shot some of these people in the head. A sitting United States Senator told a crowd of voters, some of whom were in Washington, D.C. on the day of these events, that if he had his way, he would have had unarmed American citizens shot in the head. But weirdly, Lindsey Graham won't come on this show, and that's a shame because it would be a worthwhile conversation. What about Liz Cheney, Senator? Uh, She is uh, being talked about maybe losing her uh, leadership position. Should she be punished? I think Liz Cheney is an invaluable member of the Republican Party. No, I don't want her to go anywhere. I think she should stay in leadership from my point of view.
0: Why didn't you declassify the Russiagate transcripts before the election? Was there anything you could have done differently to make people feel that there was accountability for an effort to take down a candidate and then a sitting president? I told you this like 10,000 times. It's my job to perform oversight. But you had subpoena power. You had subpoena power. Yeah, I'm not gonna issue
1: subpoenas because people are frustrated. He's welcome. Senator Lindsey Graham. What turns you on about Cruz? Uh, that he's not Trump. I think his campaign is opportunistic, race-baiting, religious bigotry, xenophobia. Other than that, he'd be a good nominee.
0: Yeah.
1: My citizen? citizen? Yeah. No, I'm not. Why, why? Do you have a green card? I do not. Trump wins. Here, <laughs> days are numbered, pal. You no black the, liberal guys from Africa is not going to work with him. Every Republican on the panel voted no except for one. Do you know who that was? Right now, the Senate just voted to confirm Merrick Garland as the next Attorney General. One of the few Republican senators to confirm Merrick Garland was none other than Senator Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is the only Republican who was not voted to reject a single judge the Biden administration has proposed. Post because of Lindsey Graham one man but I'm of the ilk that elections matter and that the Constitution wasn't written for one party where one party gets all their judges and the other side doesn't do you think that Democrats in yeah. the Senate will do the same service to Republicans no Joe Biden I've traveled the world with Joe I hope he lost he won he's the legitimate
0: president of the United States I've had five Republican senators talk to me bump into me quote-unquote Told me they agree with whatever I'm talking about. I mean, but Joe, if I do it, I'm gonna defeat it in the primary. The, the,
1: the, the five traitors, and this is Republicans, and this is the scumbags and slime
2: balls you have here in the nation's capital. He, he outed five Republicans, senators, have told him they agree with what he's doing,
0: uh, and they would actually vote and support him, but they're afraid of wait for it the war room possible five senators tells him privately we want to know who those five are you you five we need you guys to step up to the plate lindsey graham and tell us who you are i'm a loser
2: i'm a loser And I'm not what I appear to be. Lindsey Graham likes, uh, he's a little light in the loafer. He's got a little sugar in his tank. His favorite food is hot dogs, Eli, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Raw hot dogs, not even cooked. He likes them raw right out the package. Um, Lindsey Graham is an enemy of the state. Lindsey Graham is an enemy of the United States of America. Lindsey Graham is the enemy of God. Lindsey Graham is the enemy of straight Lindsey Graham is the enemy of common sense and Lindsey Graham is the enemy of South Carolinians. When are the great people of South Carolina going to wake up and get this man out of office? I understand why. When I was in Murrell's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina with Ben Berkwam a few years ago, everybody that was there said, do you know why Lindsey Graham continues to get elected? I said, why? And they said, because? He has been in Congress or he's been in the Senate so long that he secures billions and billions of dollars for the state. So much like the problem that we have here in New Hampshire, the devil, you know, is a lot easier to deal with than the devil you don't. But we are in a world where it's time to rip off band-aids, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to put on your big boy and big girl pants. It's time to pull your panties out of your butt so that they're not in a wad It's time to grow a pair, and it's time to rip off the Band-Aid known as Flimsy Lindsey Lady G. He is an enemy of the Republican Party. Now, speaking of loser and speaking of enemy of the United States of America, look no further than the illegitimate moron who's got an IQ that's not even in the double digits, Kamala Harris because she's going on a new baby killing tour, ladies and gentlemen. You heard that right. Hey everyone, so I have some news. We're heading back out on the road. This time, we are gonna start our fight for our reproductive freedoms tour. We're gonna start in Wisconsin. We're gonna be organizing, we're gonna be gathering, we're gonna be building coalition and community. With no crowds. To fight for reproductive freedom. There is a full on attack in our country against the ability of people to just make decisions about their own body and their life. Like COVID? So join me. I will see you soon. And take care. Oh, yeah. The border czar. The dumbest person on planet Earth. Kamala On My Knees Harris. Is going on a reproductive rights tour. A baby killing tour. You see so many babies have been saved since Roe v. Wade was overturned and since states started to take it into their own hands. Like Texas, that they're losing all their adrenochrome, Eli. They're losing all their baby parts, and they need more. So they're gonna go out there and rally the baby killing crowd for 2024. And I think it's okay if we play this twice, don't you? I think it is. You're a loser, Kamala. I don't even think you were born in America, was she? Your video is all blurred, Jeremy. Maybe you've had a few too many drinks. Maybe you have, nope, I see. I see the video is definitely blurry. I see that. Looks like we're freezing up quite a bit. That's all right. We're going to hold off here a minute. We're going to let things calm down. This is a good time for you to take a drink of your Rise Up coffee and share the video. Okay? Everything will work out here in just a minute, just fine. hmm I see it. I see it. We're going to hold off because we don't want people to have a bad experience. But as always, when we check in with those losers, we'd like to play this song as well.
0: Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still, still a piece of garbage.
2: <laughs> yes, you all are. Uh, not you, uh, Lind- Lady-, Lady G and Kamala Harris. Uh, low IQ. She's definitely low IQ. You know what? This is a good time to pull up the rumble chat. That's a good time right now. Let's pull up that rumble chat. And let's see what the LFA family's talking about live. Wow, my phone just completely powered down for no reason. Well, they don't like you to hear the truth. I trust in Jesus. So do I. You're coming in clear now. Amen. Gina Marie, my favorite. Camel Toe Harris, says Avalanche Mike. There you go. That's better. See, we just got to have a little faith and patience once in a while, folks. We can't freak out. Is the Rise Up Coffee spiked? It might just be. It might just be. I hope you use my gift on a future show, Jeremy. Well... Scotty, I want to show you, this is what Scotty sent me, ladies and gentlemen, a beautiful card, me and my wife, with some beautiful stuff in the card, and a verse from James 1.17. But check this out. We got a gift card. We're going to go eat dinner. So really, really great gift, and we thank you so very much, Scotty, for that. Uh, we got a lot of uh, cards and letters and gifts to go through. Over the next couple days, we went to the uh, post office yesterday, so I'll let you guys know everything that we get. Love the background, says MK Malibu, Eli. LFA producer, she's not drunk. She's hammered, though. We must be talking about Nancy Pelosi, right? There's only one person we could be talking about and we say they're hammered. Jeremy, you blessed friend of mine for Christmas. Thank you. Well, God bless you, JC Cub fan. I appreciate that. All right, folks, I think it's a great time for us to go to the Lord right now. We are 16 minutes past the hour. Jess says, Jeremy, planning to fast Thursday and Friday if anyone would like to join. I'll join you for Friday. I'll join you for Friday. How about that? Let's, let's fast on Friday. I'll fast on Friday. Love the shirt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're rapture ready. We got shirts, we got long sleeve, we got sweatpants, and now we got hats that are going on uh, pretty soon. So let's go into December 19th. Here we go. Your limitations actually provide a solid structure within which you make choices about your life significantly as you say yes to the boundaries that I have placed around you, you can look up and see me smiling upon you. You realize that up is the only direction where you face no limitations. Ephesians, ladies and gentlemen, Ephesians 2, 6, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus and 2 Corinthians three seventeen, Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Before you turn out the light tonight, what will you choose? The weight of self-pity or the wings of my limitations? I know which one I'm choosing. How about the latter, ladies and gentlemen? What are we, fasti- what are we praying for when we fast? How about peace and love and understanding? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I know a lot of you folks out there are starting to get some of your uh, checks for the children for Christmas. I've seen a lot of you say, I got mine yesterday, I got mine this morning. For those who haven't gotten theirs yet, um, it's on its way. Everybody that sent us a, an address to the email that I told you to send it to. We sent checks out. So I hope and pray that it'll get there in time. And also, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to join in and drinking out of an Armor of God coffee cup, you can get these Armor of God coffee cups right on JeremyHarrell.com. So let's have our first slurp. And let's get to the first and foremost section of today. We have an update on Katie Hobbs, ladies and gentlemen, the Uh, illegitimate governor of Arizona. I reported for you yesterday that Katie Hobbs um, had actually deployed the National Guard to the southern border. And I said, well, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. This has to be for optics. This has to be for optics in order to keep the people of Arizona somewhat um, brainwashed or somewhat uninformed to make it look like Katie Hobbs actually cares about the sovereignty of their borders. I said, there must be something to this. There is no possible way that Katie Hobbs would shut down that border. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an update on that. Before Arizona Governor Katie Hobb, Katie Hobbit, Shady Slobs, deployed the National Guard to the border, she neutered border security measures, having it both ways. This is called I want my cake and eat it too. As more and more local politicians call for aid to help with the increasing cost of the illegal alien influx invasion, Katie Hobbs' new hawkish rhetoric conflicts with her own immigration record and past statements on the matter, contradicting a more permissive campaign theme that aligned with the open borders approach. Katie Hobbs on Friday last week deployed the National Guard to the southern border amid the unprecedented surge and invasion of illegal aliens arriving under the Biden administration. She further pleaded with Washington to send further aid money, admonishing the Biden administration for not responding to her request for $512 million to reimburse the state for border security expenses that it had already incurred. Quote, Yet again, the federal government is refusing to do its job to secure our border and keep our community safe, she said. Uh-oh. Mayor Eric Eighth Grade Adams tried this, shady slobs. Are you sure you want to go down this road? I see we're having a little bit of technical difficulties there with the freezing again. Not the freezing, but the, uh, the bad picture, so I'll talk slowly, but just keep listening, okay? With this executive order, I am taking action, She says where the federal government will not. Despite continued requests for assistance, the Biden administration has refused to deliver desperately needed resources to the Arizona border. Hmm. Let's get into this further. Hobbs has called the temporary border wall a political stunt and sold off the shipping containers. Remember that? While Hobbs was running for governor, Hobbs slammed then-GOP Governor Doug Ducey's move to use the shipping containers as a temporary border wall at the Yuma area for gaps in the Yuma section. Remember that? It's a political stunt. It's a visual barrier that is not actually providing any effective uh, effective barrier to entry. And I think it's a waste of taxpayer dollars, she said back on KJZZ. This echoed the White House's position, who has, as recently as January of this year, said that the practice was shameful. Arizona set aside $15 million in its budget this year to pay for, for transporting illegal aliens. And, then, and the busing program was estimated to cost $1 million per month, said the Arizona Republic. So why now? She's the one who gutted border security. She's the one, her, her rhetoric was saying, anything that you put down there, all those, all those shipping containers, all that, we're not doing that anymore. As soon as she became governor, she removed them. So why is she sending them down there? I'll tell you why. Because the Biden administration is playing the Democrats too. The Biden administration or the Obama administration is telling them and promising them, if you do this, then we'll give you X, Y, and Z when you need it. The fact of the matter is they did this. They complied with the the rule to let all these people in their states, right? And then it got overrun too badly and then they didn't get what they were promised. So now they're trying to stand up and be tough like Greg Abbott. Now, while I applaud what Greg Abbott just did that we'll get to here in the next story, it's still too little too late. Where was all this tough guy attitude two years ago? They're all cowards, they're all corrupt, and they all need to be exposed. So now Katie Hobbs is crying and slobbering, Katie slobbering, for $512 million. Do you think that the Biden administration is going to send it? It is not. She got played. And as a result of her getting played, she now looks like the worst person on planet Earth in Arizona, she always has. And, ladies and gentlemen, Arizonans and the people that pay taxes there are the ones that are feeling the blunt of the illegal alien movement. The invasion. DuCluse says, So what does this matter? Well, I'll tell you why it matters. Because pretty soon we're gonna get to governor, I mean to Mayor Eric eighth grade Adams, and you're gonna see a pattern here. And I'll tell you what that pattern is shortly. But right now, I want to continue to talk about Arizona before we get to Texas and then we get to Governor, I mean, uh, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams. Because yesterday, I also told you that in Arizona, and I'm keeping it in Arizona right now, I told you that Representative Alex uh, Culloden was going to be suspended from the bar for 18 months and then he was going to have to go to, through some kind of re-education camp in order to be a... Uh, in order to be a, a, a practice law in Arizona again, and ladies and gentlemen, he's now gone on the offensive and filed a, a complaint against the bar and the county attorney for violating attorney cli- uh, pri- attorney-client privilege, which is exactly what they've been doing to Donald Trump, violating his attorney-client privilege. It's exactly what they just had a ruling that Rudy Giuliani was going to have to pay a hundred and some odd million dollars to Ruby and her disgusting, worthless, crackhead daughter. I wish they'd come and sue me. They're liars. They stole the election. They're drug addicts. They're losers. They're sexually immoral scumbags, and they are the waste of this earth. Yes, I said that. But now he's gone on the offense, ladies and gentlemen. After he was sentenced at 18 months, he seemingly predicted this kind of action against himself and other conservatives, telling the Gateway Pundit back in January of 2023, it's going to be pretty soon where you're going to be watching your back every time you open your mouth. We talked about that yesterday regarding questioning the elections. And here it is. And then he said, it's time to start fighting back. And he filed a complaint against county attorney Brian McIntyre. The complaint alleges that McIntyre went into a public meeting and publicly revealed privileged advice that was privately given to his clients in an executive session. Later, while in active litigation, McIntyre sent a letter to adverse counsel outlining several potential action that, in his opinion, violated the law. In the public meeting, McIntyre openly told the Board of Supervisors, because I've advised you that there's no legal basis for this, I cannot ethically defend you against any claims over this action. The board will pay its own attorney's fees. And when the opposing parties prevail in their claims, the board will pay those parties' attorney's fees. I implore you, do not attempt to order this separate hand count. Here he clearly revealed privileged advice. You know what's going to happen is all of this fighting back and not sitting back and taking it anymore is going to get above the corrupted courts, which are still the lower courts. And when it gets into the higher courts, all the appellate courts, all the circuit courts, everything will be overturned. And I predict that the Supreme Court of the United States will also get involved and stop all of these terrible witch hunts against Donald J. Trump. You see, the whole point in me talking about all of this is fighting back. And that's exactly what we've been doing since November of 2020. And you wondered how long it was going to take. It's going to take as long as we're going to fight. We have to fight until we cannot fight anymore, and then we have to hand the baton to the next people. The reason why we're in this place to begin with in the United States, where we have corrupt lower courts, and we have corrupt DAs, and we have corrupt county attorneys, is because we just sat back on our hands for too many decades, folks. We sat back on our hands for too many decades, and we let these people run the show, and now we're coming for them. Now, the good thing about the situation that he is in is that he has a letter do you guys remember um, Mark Michelangelo Bernovich? He was the attorney general in Arizona under Doug Ducey. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a letter from Mark Bernovich that the little troll left behind. Maybe he was leaving behind crumbs to help people. Maybe he was under some kind of a uh, assassination attempt if he went against the grain or something because we just found out that Mark Bernovich left a letter. There's a letter that he... Um, Had written to these people giving them advice on exactly what to do under legal counsel. Brnovich advised the county that alleged the criminal act of hand counting audit is perfectly legal. And what that representative did was perfectly legal. So he's got these letters from an attorney general that's giving advice that's saying the hand count in a a county is perfectly legal, questioning the election when there's this many things going on, is perfectly legal. And he advised those counties, Cochise County, to hand count. He advised uh, that representative to go forward in his uh, contesting of the election based on what he knew, and they have these letters from Mark Burnovich. So now, the Cochise County, who's also facing felony charges for hand counting ballots, and you've got this guy who's fo- facing an 18-month um, uh, suspension of his bar license, both were backed by advice from an active attorney general of the state, which is going to exonerate them because they seek, they, they went out and they sought counsel. They sought advice from the active attorney general at that time. And he told them both to do exactly what they did. So they'll be, so they'll both be exonerated. Cochise County supervisors, Tom Crosby and Peggy Judd, who are both facing felony indictments over their efforts to ensure accuracy and integrity and the representative who's, um, whose bar license is being suspended. He counseled both of them, folks. So, as the fight continues in Arizona, it looks to me like the people that were promised something, like Katie Hobbs and Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams, they didn't get it, and now, ladies and gentlemen, all hell's about to break loose. And speaking of all hell breaking loose, now we're going to go from Arizona over to Texas, over to Eagle Pass, Texas, where we are being completely and totally overrun in a number that I've never seen before. It's that bad now. Roll it. This is just Eagle Pass. Shows mass of thousands of of aliens waiting to be processed by Border Patrol after they crossed illegally yesterday. Now, you guys also know what happened yesterday. Greg Abbott decided, to si- decided that he would finally sign that law that we were talking about that made it illegal. I don't know why that needed to be signed into law, but it's signed into state law now, that makes it illegal and directs Florida off, um, officials to arrest anybody who comes across that border illegally. Now I want to show you another video of about three hours south of Piedras Negras, where tons of illegal aliens were trying to jump on a train to get exactly where these people are overrunning this border right now. And it's a non-stop flow, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I said Governor Greg Abbott waited far too long. Roll this tape. Look at them all. Look at the cockroaches lining up to come and take everything that you and I have ever built Look at the line of rats on its way to Eagle Pass. Sickening, folks. Absolutely sickening. So, in lieu of all of this, Governor Greg Abbott decided that he would sign a new law. I I actually have one more video to show you. I know you don't like seeing these videos, but you guys need to see and know so that you guys can spread the accurate information based on what we give you. Here's another video of this. Now, this one doesn't have any sound. This is a drone. These people came across the border illegally, you guys. Illegally. And they are literally overrunning the Eagle Pass border and being processed by Border Patrol after coming in illegally. And then they'll be sent to your neighborhood, my neighborhood, your mom and dad's neighborhood. And sooner or later, these people are going to start being active in wanting what you have. Because these people don't know how to get it and earn it here in America because they didn't assimilate, they only will do what they know how to do, and that is take it. So I suggest ammo, guns, everything. And when they come to take what you have, you know what to do. Now let's talk about Governor Greg Abbott as he gives the police, the Texas police, the power to arrest illegal aliens amid the Biden border invasion. I don't know how effective this is going to be, but let me get to it. Yesterday, he signed a bill that we talked about two weeks ago that gives Texas police power to arrest illegal aliens. Biden's deliberate inaction, he says, has left Texas to fend for itself. Yeah, no shift, Sherlock. It's been that way for the last three years, and you're just now starting to do something about it? Looks like you're just pretending, and you allow the damage to be done. And the Texas-Mexico border today, or excuse me, quote, at the Texas-Mexico border today for the bill signing ceremony that will take Operation Lone Star to the next level. Oh, I'm glad we're having ceremonies. Glad we're having a good old time. He's such a jerk. The law signed Monday makes it a misdemeanor. Ooh, Eli. Ooh. Oh, a misdemeanor. They already crossed the country illegally, the border illegally. They just went on a, uh, a three-month-long excursion. You really think, A, that they're going to show up to court for anything, let alone a misdemeanor, Governor Greg Abbott? You are next to go. You, Lindsey Graham, all you other rhino losers, you're all gone because we're not waiting any longer. Ladies and gentlemen come the start of January 1st, 2024. It is on like Donkey Kong. And I think we need to do some rhino hunting. How about you? Governor Greg Abbott, we're coming for you too. And this time you won't survive. This is all for optics. A misdemeanor, a friggin' misdemeanor, Of criminal trespassing? Ooh. You're going to put him on a one-way ticket back, though? Nope. You're just going to arrest him. Ooh, What? And let him out five seconds later? This is all optics. We know your game. We're not playing your stupid game. I'm going to go ahead right now, and I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Governor Greg Abbott the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, because I believe he deserves it. How about you guys? Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Goes to Governor Greg Abbott. Really a misdemeanor. Should have made it a felony. You should have made it a felony and not only made it a felony, but shipped them back immediately and then invoiced the federal government for the money. That's what you should have done. But you're weak. You're so weak. Somebody said, Where's your hat, Jeremy? On my head. All right, going from Texas to New York City. Mayor Eric Eighth Grade Adams, he decided about a month and a half ago to start going again, maybe two months ago, he decided to start going against the grain and start calling out the Biden administration, much like Katie Hobbs just did. What happened to Eric 8th Great Adams after he called out the Biden administration for their failure at the southern border? Does anybody know? Well, he immediately started being investigated by the FBI for campaign funds that were taken in from a foreign government that were not listed. And that basically he was money laundering into his campaign. Now we knew that was happening anyway. But the fact that the FBI has now got it under a full investigation not two weeks after he started going against the grain lets you know everything you need to know. So Mayor Eric 8th Eric Grade Adams is doubling down on that because what has he got to lose now? And I think you're going to see a lot more of this democratic governors go ahead although it
0: was the migrant crisis oh terrible that's not even a curveball Uh, that's a brushback pitch that knocked us to the ground but we got to get back up and knock it out of the park sometimes i don't understand sports references but (laughs) that's okay i think i got that one let me begin here though because you when you look at the approval numbers a lot of it had to do with the migrant crisis right you've been to dc many times so again real talk here is it fair to say at this point looking at 2024 no federal aid is coming I I believe that. I believe that uh, Congressman Jeffries and uh, Senator Schumer are really pounding the pavement. Uh, I think it's unfortunate, number one, the Republicans are not in favor of any real immigration reform, and I believe that we are not seeing that. This should not be on the backs of New York City and other cities because now the coalition has grown. Mm -hmm. Remember, I was by myself at one Mm -hmm. time. Now you see a mayors in Chicago. You're seeing Massachusetts electors, Denver. People are realizing this is unfair to cities across America. We had to do a real job of explaining to everyday New Yorkers that the federal government has abandoned uh, this important issue that's a national issue. So they're angry and it's going to come out. I'm the mayor.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) With, With respect to Governor Pritzker. All
2: right. So we've got, and, 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 and you know what? No, let's, let's continue to play that video there because Mayorkas, who will be impeached in, uh, in 2024, will at least bring up articles of impeachment. We know that the Democrats in the Senate aren't going to impeach anybody, at least not right now. He goes on to talk about um, these liberal cities who are getting really ticked off. And again, you don't give them what you promise them. They're going to turn on you. And when Donald Trump starts doing rallies in these states and in these cities, they're going to protect themselves, not the Biden administration. It's all kind of falling into plan, really. Let's go back and listen to this idiot, though. Uh,
1: on a regular basis, uh, we have provided him with tremendous assistance, not just financially through our shelter and services program funding that the president achieved, but also in providing technical advice. But let's let's get to the root mm-hmm. of what Governor Pritzker's. Uh, challenges, is that we have another governor in another state that is not cooperating and coordinating with either federal or other local authorities and, they don't have to. and is unilaterally sending migrants to cities uh, in uh, what I think is an abdication of governance responsibility. You're talking
0: about Greg Abbott?
1: I am indeed. Not only are, are we
0: intending okay, to uh, try to... Keep the buoys place
2: <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott is no better than my Orcas. My Orcas is no better than Governor Greg Abbott. They're both two peas in a pod. They're both scumbags that need to go down the road. They need to go under the bus, and then they need to be at the end of a rope for trees. And if you ask me, that's my personal opinion. However, I don't know if the end of the rope thing will happen, but we are coming for each and every one of you. And by the way, Governor Porky Pritzker, Governor Katie Schla- Shady Slobs, and Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams and more will are just the beginning. You wait. Wait for the next couple months. Watch how many Democrat mayors and Democrat governors turn on the Biden administration because the Biden administration has no plan to give them anything. And I mean anything that they were promised. Let's go to the LFA Live Rumble Chat. This is why we want you guys to be logged in on your phone and your computer, even if you are watching on TV so that you can come on here and talk. But Jeremy, he supports and sponsors Trump. What about that? And Trump says he loved that he supports him. I don't care. Trump's made a lot of bad calls with people around him before, and that guy's a piece of shift. You know it. I know it. Trump knows it. And Trump needs to start calling that stuff out. I don't care about the support that he thinks he gets. Abbott connected to Bush's, a.k.a. evil. Also didn't help out uh, Ken Paxton at all when they were trying to get him out of there, because I think Ken Paxton's going to go after governor Greg Abbott. I think that's your best hope in Texas is that Ken Paxton goes after governor Greg Abbott and then Ken Paxton runs for governor. Build the gallows. Amen. Abbott should be in Gitmo. Amen. Amen. Go away, losers. A to Z. I like that, teapots. That's a good bumper sticker. Abbott is connected to China, okay? China. Yes, he is. Overpaid knuckleheads. Feed him poison patties at the borders. Here's your food, folks. Enjoy course, Eric Eighth Grade Adams blames Republicans. Well, he's kind of blaming the D- Biden administration too. But I want Ken Paxton as governor of Texas. That's what I want. I want him to go after Greg Abbott legally for all the stuff that Greg Abbott didn't do correctly. And then I want him to run against Governor Greg Abbott. He should be head and shoulders above him. Kind of a tasteless joke there. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk quickly, if I can, about Two amazing and great, wonderful sponsors that we have here on LFA TV. Now, you guys know that we are a viewer-funded show and that we're currently about 55% of our donations needed in order to keep us funded and running properly. However, we also have a few wonderful partners and sponsors who kind of fill in those gaps when we need them and maybe maybe just give us a little bit more extra resources to go do rallies and things like that, and that is EnviroCleanse. Now, I choose our partners very, very meticulously, Okay. Most of the stuff we need, some of the stuff we don't need, but we could use, maybe a luxury item here or there. But they're all people that I have many meetings with before we even take, the, take a partnership with them. And uh, it's because I think that they're good people. The people at EnviroCleanse, top-notch people, folks. Made in America, full money-back guarantee. If you can't pay for it all at once... You can pay payment plans. You all know what this thing is. You've seen it in action. I've showed you the videos. It is the number one air purifying unit in the planet. And if you don't have one of these going into 2024, you're going to kick yourself in the butt come middle of 2024 and say, man, I wish I would have gotten one of those. So if you can't afford it, maybe ask some people to get it for you for Christmas, okay? But ladies and gentlemen, the air purifying unit known as the Enviro Cleanse is the top-notch air purifying unit on the planet. You can get yours today. You can get a free air test kit for your home. You can get up to $150 off of this um, amazing unit. And, like I said, you can pay in payments. How do you do it? EKPure.com. EKPure.com. I really only, Eli, I really believe, um, I really believe that the EnviroCleanse is what kept my mother alive the last few days before she went to the hospital. I really do. So, EKPure.com, promo code LFA. EKPure.com, promo code LFA. Hey, And while we're at it, ladies and gentlemen, our wonderful friends over at OFP Farms. Now, the 20% discount now that the Christmas shopping has ended is done, but you can still get a 15% discount by using the promo code LFA15 with Denise and Corey at OFP Farms. Small farm, big love. Join the herd today, folks, and get all of your goat milk essential products that you need from soaps to deodorants to beard oils to bath and body lotions to chapstick and the list goes on and on and on all natural different kinds plenty of stuff for everybody check out the customer reviews look at it ladies and gentlemen the packaging and the new boxes are beautiful thank you for the time that you take to make everything look so nice very pretty gift set so well packaged very pretty good sense and good price too just beautiful Very nice packaging and awesome products. Apply your discount code today, ladies and gentlemen, to get 15% off OFPFarms.com promo code LFA15 to get 15% off. You do that at checkout, and you'll be solid and ready to roll, baby. Eli, we're making good time here. We're 45 minutes past the hour, which it looks like we've got a close to 5,000 people watching. If you guys can do me the ever so humble favor of smashing that thumbs up button, it's the most important thing that you could possibly do, followed by sharing, which is the second most important thing that you could possibly do. Um, then we can get the message out there and we can do a good job furthering this network and getting cameras and microphones in front of people that we need to get them in front of. Now, somebody said something earlier about disagreeing that Ken Paxton would be running for governor. I want to kind of go back there. I probably won't get it. I probably won't see it. I tried to keep it. But I was about ready to have a good conversation with you. Um, but that's the good thing about LFA, folks. Here on LFA, LFA TV, there's a lot of people that have a lot of different opinions. As a matter of fact, me and my other hosts have major different opinions on an array of things. But that's what's cool about LFA is that from the top down, it's not like this is your message and you can't go about beyond this message. On LFA, baby, you can say what you want. You can say what you want, unless you're blaspheming the names of the Lord, the Lord's name, or unless you're causing division on purpose because you have nothing better to do because you're a loser. Well, then you're gone too. Other than that, difference of opinion all day long. Thank you very much. Andy Mack won. Merry Christmas. He put in $20, Eli. We're going to put that towards your Towards your salary. That's another thing, too. The faith that Eli has to work here, not knowing if he's going to have a job next month or not. That's incredible. Big shout out to producer Eli. Alan West should be governor. Yeah, Alan West would be a great governor. He would. Ken Paxson would be better. But Alan West would be a great governor. Um, Again, that's in my opinion, that Ken Paxson would be better. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the thumbnail of today's show. Eli makes these thumbnails so funny. He does such a great job. Is that why Anna left. No, Anna left because she got her feelings hurt and didn't know how to be an adult. That is why Anna left. If you want the raw truth. We don't play games here, ladies and gentlemen. We have one focus and one focus only saving this country. We don't play fifth grade games and we don't allow fifth grade games and we'll stay to it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, moving on, if you look at the thumbnail that Eli made, which is pretty great, Nancy, thank you very much. God bless you. We appreciate you on that one. Go back and look at the thumbnail and the thumbnail shows you that the Democrats are ready to dump Biden. Actually, if you really want to know, 54% of Democrat voters polled want to replace Joe Biden as the 2024 Democrat nominee. Now, where did they, where have we heard that before, Eli? What news station has been telling us that the Democrats are going to dump Biden prior to the election? What news station? Hmm. Let me see here. Let me see here. Oh, that's right. LFA TV. Larry says there's two sides to every story and one's right and one's wrong. I agree. There are two sides to every story. One's right and one's wrong. Now let's get back to the news and that is 54% of Democrats want Biden gone. What does that tell you? Cue up Big Mike or Gavin Newsom, ladies and gentlemen. New polling has found that the stunning 45, or 54%, excuse me, 54% of Democrats want somebody other than Joe Biden and Jill Biden to occupy that White House in 2025. A majority of these people will vote for Biden anyway if it comes down to him versus Trump. But some of them will vote third party and others will stay home. It's just shocking to see how many people in Joe's own party are unhappy with his candidacy. He doesn't have the passionate voter. So like that that I just read, like it said, they're either gonna stay home because they're like, I'm not passionate enough, whatever. I'm not gonna go for Trump but I'm not going to go vote for him either again, or they're going to vote third party RFK or anybody else. And if we do a third party vote, it doesn't hurt Trump. Trump's votes are there. And Trump's got Democrats and independents for the first time. I mean, in, in droves for the first time for a Republican in that, in that high of a number than we've ever seen. So a third party is not gonna hurt Trump, a third party is only gonna hurt Democrats. Now you're gonna hear a lot of people say, no, 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 we can't have third party, we can't have third party because it's gonna hurt Trump. There is no evidence that shows that. None. None. That is just people trying to get there not to be a third party run because it hurts Democrats more than it hurts anybody. And if you got fifty-four percent of Democrats that are ready to ditch the old man, the dusty bag of bones, we're tired of weekend at Biden's then, ladies and gentlemen, that spells doom for the Democratic Party, and that's why there's no real headquarters for Joe Biden. There was never going to be. Never going to be. He will not be the nominee. He is not going to be a real viable presidential candidate. He's literally fodder while they're building their, their new candidate behind closed doors. That's what's happening. They are building a new candidate behind closed doors to come out of the gate running as soon as Biden comes on there and reads from the teleprompter, I need to, I need to be a father to my son. We, 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 I need to, I need to, I need, hey, I'm going to be a father. I'll challenge you to push-ups. Black kids are just as white as poor kids. Joe's president, Biden of the United States. He's going to come out. This is my prediction. I've told you a long time ago. He's going to come out very soon, and he's going to say, I need to be a father to my son. I need to be a, uh, the man of the family, and I need to be there for my kids right now. I can't run for president. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but we have Big Mike and Gavin Newsom waiting for you. And they, one of those two will be, if not both. You just watch. Mark my words. You just watch. AI is building the new candidate as we speak. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Somebody said, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Well, that's a good, good question because we're about ready to talk about Hunter right now.
1: By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he?
2: Where's Hunter? Where is Hunter, ladies and gentlemen? Well, we've got some breaking news about Hunter and his family. Now, a little bit, we've already talked about this, but we've got breaking news that really reinforces and validates what we talked about before. So... All right, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. We got some new information as of this morning about James Biden, the brother of Joe and the uncle of Hunter, about James Biden's $200,000 check to Joe Biden. Another one. New details about Joe, uh, James Biden's $200,000 check to Joe Biden emerged after the trustee for AmeriCorps Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings testified to the House Oversight Committee. House Oversight Committee James Comer recently uncovered a $200,000 direct payment to Joe Biden after he received James and Hunter's subpoenaed documents. Okay? In 2018, Jim Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps Health LLC, a failing bankrupt rural hospital operator. According to bankruptcy documents, Jim Biden received the loans, quote, based upon representations of that his last name Biden could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections. On March 1st, 2018, this is for the AOCs and the dummies out there that go, there is no evidence. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps Health LLC wired a $200,000 payment to Jim and Sarah Biden's personal bank account. On that very same day, Jim Biden then wrote a $200,000 check to Joe Biden, Eli, a.k.a. the big guy. Well, what the hell do you call that, A.O. horse face? What do you call that? Sounds to me like a direct payment. And as a matter of fact, Eli, I might even have another screenshot of that beautiful, illustrious payment. Let's see if we've got that here. Oh, there it is. Now again, this was written. This was excuse me, written. This was written to James Bi- Joe Biden from James Biden, and there it is on the same exact day. Then he gets the two hundred thousand dollars wired into his personal bank account. What the hell do you call that, Eli? What do you call that? You call that a coinky dink? You call that a coincidence, folks? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? So I don't care how much they claim it. We'll show it. Joseph R. Biden Jr., $200,000 loan repayment, Sarah and James Biden Sr. Wow. Amazing. So just more proof, ladies and gentlemen, of money laundering. Again, that money came into the bank account from another country to James and and Sarah. And on the same day, they turn around, (laughs) loan payment paid off, debt clear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Suzanne. We appreciate that. Everybody grab that link and ship it out to the world. Now, the Republican led oversight committee recently said that Joe Biden is refusing to provide applicable loan documentation to show he loaned his brother, James Biden, $200,000. That's where they got him, right? Because what you say that the check is for to Joe Biden, there's no paper trail, or anything else that says that that's true. James Biden not only defrauded AmeriCorps, he ripped off elderly Americans and then sent the money he took from the elderly and cut Joe Biden a check. Now, according to the House Oversight Committee's uh, transcribed interview with Carol Fox, the trustee for AmeriCorps' Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings, James Biden's business partner, Michael Lewitt, pulled money that belonged to elderly Americans from an investment fund, right? So they wouldn't know. They've been, it's like a 401k. They're investing money in. They're investing money in. They're investing money in. They don't know what's happening with it until they go to withdraw or something like that. So James Biden's business partner, Michael Lewitt, pulled that money from the elderly Americans investment fund and transmitted it to AmeriCorps, which turned around immediately, paid Joe Biden, I mean James Biden, James Biden on that same day turned around, cut a check to Joe Biden for the exact same amount that he received from AmeriCorps that was taken out of the Elderly Americans Investment Fund. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's called follow the money. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do it. You just have to have common friggin' sense and not be a moron Democrat who won't listen to common friggin' sense. James Biden... Joe Biden, Sarah Biden, Jill Biden, Hunter Biden, their dead brother, what's his name? Bo Biden, their slut sister-in-law, their molested grandkids, and the entire dysfunctional, sinning, sexually immoral, treasonous family of the Bidens, you're all going down. Every last one of you. And you know it which is why you will start Civil War to stop President Trump from getting back in that White House because you know it. It's that simple. We bring the receipts here on LFA, Eli. Now, speaking of Hunter's problems and his issues, we have other breaking news, folks. Hunter Biden faces a January 11th arraignment in California on the nine federal tax evasion charges. Now, you know, you know why I think that they filed this in California. Because Joe Biden doesn't want to have to pardon Hunter Biden. But guess who can? Does anybody want to take a guess? Who has the power to pardon Hunter Biden? in California. Let's see. Let's pull up the Rumble Chat. See what you guys think. You're a smart. You're a smart group of people. Let's see what you guys think in the, in the Rumble Chat. Who has that power besides Joe Biden? Let's see. Hmm. Oh, look it. Smarty Award of the Day goes to Shelly because she was the first one to get it. There you go. Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Governor Gavin Newsome and see they don't want Joe to have to pardon Hunter on his way out because then it makes it look like the Democratic Party has been basically simping for Hunter the entire time and Joe you're starting to see how things work now folks out of all the places in the world they could have filed nine charges against Hunter Biden they do it in Texas air in California hmm isn't it ironic? Don't you think? See how easy it is, folks? See how easy it is to navigate politics in the United States of America once you understand how these scumbag corrupted people think in their brains? And this is why Donald Trump beats the brakes off them day in, day out, 24 7, 365. It's because he plays 5D chess with morons. It's truly incredible. So you heard it here first. Maybe you heard it somewhere else. I don't know, but definitely heard it here on LFA TV. We've been talking about this for two weeks. And you also, if you want to get really, really good at reading these guys and knowing what they're about, Gavin Newsom has said many, many times on TV, I would never run against Kamala. I would never run against a Biden Harris ticket. Kamala is my friend. We came up together. We worked together here in California. I respect her. And as long as she's on the ticket running, I will not be. Look at the words. Look at the chosen rhetoric when he talks about not running for president. He doesn't say, I have no desire to run for president. He says he will not basically do that to somebody he's so close with, i.e. Kamala Harris, while she's on the ticket. Starting to get it now? All right, look, folks, smash that like button. Do me a favor, smash that rumble button and share, 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 okay? As we now move to Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney. Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney, folks, we now know through House Oversight Committee investigation and through releasing of records and FOIA requests that Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney gave all of their January 6th evidence to Jack Smith and Fannie Willis, but they kept it from all House Republicans. So when Donald Trump says they've been destroying, um, destroying documents and stuff like that, I always said, well, how would he know if documents were destroyed or missing unless he had the documents that were destroyed or missing? How would they know this? So let's get into the story by Christina Layla. Thank you very much, Christina. What is Liz Cheney hiding? It looks like the chat has stopped too, so I'm going to refresh. Oh, is Rumble down? Do not refresh. Rumble is down. Oh, Rumble is back. Do not refresh, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like Rumble's having a little bit of an issue right now. So do not refresh your page. We've got 4,800 people watching. Do not try to refresh or else you will be locked out of the video, okay? Let's just keep it moving. January 6th committee leaders. Benny Thompson of, of uh, Mississippi and Liz Cheney gave advice, or excuse me, evidence to special counsel Jack Smith and Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, but kept it from House Republicans. In a letter to Cong- Congressman Barry Loudermilk, Benny Thompson admitted that rather than turning over all the evidence to House Republicans, some files were sent to Jack Smith, U.S. Attorney General, Merrick Garland, and Fannie Willis. Wow, that's odd. Why is Fannie Willis getting this information? That's odd. No issues here. Okay, thank you. I refreshed much better. Thank you very much. Make sure you smash that like button. By the way, folks, we only have 1,160 likes. That's not like us. So let's get that moving. All right. Earlier this month, Chairman Jim Jordan and Representative Loudermilk launched an inquiry into Fannie Willis, colluding with the January 6th committee. Remember I told you that was going to happen, right? I told you they were going to find out how much conversation that Fannie Willis, um, uh, Jack Smith, um, Letitia James, uh, Fat Alvin Bragg, we knew that they were all colluding and working together. We called that a long time ago. And, 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 And we're going to actually show you a video that Fox News finally, finally got figured out. But I think it's a great timeline that they represented because they have the resources to do that. Um, watching on TV too. Okay, thank you very much. By the way, folks, we need to get this over 5,000 and we need to give it over 5,000. Now, Now, earlier this month, they launched that investigation, okay? Quote, this new information, Eli, can you uh, click that fan up a little higher? I'd appreciate that. Thank you so much. This new information raises additional questions relevant to the committee's oversight of Fannie Willis's politically motivated persecution of Donald J. Trump and several other senior federal officials. The partisan January 6th, select committee, had a troubling track record of procedural abuses. Now, remember, Bannon and everybody else was saying, preserve your documents, preserve your documents, preserve your documents. It only solicited evidence from a select set of relevant individuals, ignored exculpatory evidence, and did not pursue witnesses with evidence that would not advance its partisan narrative. Stop right there. You guys know that this case is now paused, right? This case is paused. Any case due to January 6th is paused and it is paused because Supreme court of the United States is waiting to rule on whether they are going to jump in or not because both the Trump team and Jack Smith wanted this expedited immediately to the Supreme court. You know, it's going to happen, right? Because of the fact that they ignored exculpatory evidence, because of the fact that they only sent the information to relevant individuals instead of people who were needing it like people for a defense, despite the the fact that they uh, fabricated and publicly released doctored evidence, and we have proof that they do it, cherry-picked selective information to create false and misleading public narratives on mainstream media sources every day, all day, All of this is going to be overturned. Donald Trump is not going to jail. He's not going anywhere. And when the Supreme Court steps in, all these cases are going to be done except for the Mar-a-Lago case, which Judge Eileen Cannon has already taken care of by the law. And you know what's going to happen, folks? I'll tell you right now. Fannie Willis will see justice for this. Letitia James will see justice for what she's doing. Okay? Jack Smith You can run to the Netherlands all you want. You can run to Neverland, and we're still going to find you. Scumbag. We're coming for all you pieces of crap, because we know you colluded, and now we know you're scared and running, and we're going to get you. We are going to get you. The coordination between Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and Nancy Pelosi's select committee for the January 6th people should be concerning to everyone, because what happened here, folks, is you have district attorneys, high-ranking, profiled um, elected or selected officials, judges, DAs, jurors, staff members, they're all in on a coordinated effort to stop Donald J. Trump. So you got Fannie Willis, who's got RICO charges on President Trump. If you don't know what RICO charges are, they're basically a collusion of a bunch of people in order to commit a crime to enrich themselves. That is a RICO case. Hmm. Sounds a lot like what they're doing. And I've already told you that what Fannie Willis is engaging in right now is her own RICO charges. So everything that they're trying to get Donald Trump busted on is going to come back on them, and we're going to charge them with the same stuff. Be careful, Gina says. Wounded animals are dangerous. That's exactly right. Jack Smith, Fannie Willis, Letitia James, Judge Engeron, Fat Alvin Bragg, that little fat, ugly little short staffer that works for Judge Engeron, Judge Tanya Chutkin, all of you. Can I say it one more time, Eli? We are coming for you. And it doesn't matter if Donald Trump is here or not. I didn't say Donald Trump is coming for you. No, no, no. Look at me. This slightly overweight, somewhat handsome father of five behind the camera right now. We are coming for you. You got it? Patty says, be careful what you wish for, because the best is yet to come. I like that, Patty. I like that. Now, speaking of people interfering in elections, wait till you hear this little bitty of news. You ready? Oh, by the way, Eli, are we we featured on the front page or something of Rumble? We're not? Wow. Look at all these great people in here watching. Well, we're not quite beating Benny Thompson yet. He's got a little bit more than we do. So I'm going to ask for one big share, ladies and gentlemen, to get us over 5,000. I appreciate that. That was good, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Make that a shirt. I know, right? We're 100 people away from 5,000 viewers. Not followers, Eli. Close. Close, but no cigar. We love you anyway, Jeremy. Scotty, you don't love me as much as I love you. Stop lying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep it moving. U.S. intelligence confirms that the communist Castro regime attempted to interfere in the Florida 2022 elections along with Russia, China, and Iran. Now, this story is actually penned by our good friend Jim Hoft. So let's get into this story and let's find out what this is saying. Is it real or is it not? Let's find out. The U.S. intelligence community, boo, probably lying, has confirmed that the Cuban government undertook covert operations to influence the outcome of the 2022 midterm elections in Florida. Could be because they really want Florida and Texas so bad. On Friday... Last week, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, they call that the ODNI, released the Intelligence Community Assessment of Foreign Threats to the 2022 U.S. elections. Now, remember, Biden has extended Executive Order, Was that, 13.848, I think that is, Eli? <clears throat> the report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, outlaws how Cuban officials established connections with the American media personalities, critical of anti-Havana politicians, and operated a network of social media accounts designed to spread negative information about certain U.S. candidates. These accounts, described as almost certainly covertly tied to Cuba, were aimed at undermining the electoral success of candidates perceived as hostile to the Cuban government's interests. While the full extent of the operations and their impacts of the elections remains unclear, why? Why? (laughs) If you're the ODNI, nothing should be unclear to you. You should have every information you need on planet Earth. The intelligence assessment highlights the targeting of both Republican and Democratic figures. I want to stop right there. You guys know that nobody on earth other than LFA TV knows more about China's operations and what they're doing next than we do. And I'd like to thank Ava Chan and the NFSC for all of that information because they put their lives on the line to get this information. Does anybody remember how China and Cuba are connected? I want to see how good your memories are. Let's go to the live chat. If you guys remember how China and Cuba are connected, let me know in the chat. And I'll pull it up now. I'll be listening while taking a shower. I have a doctor appointment. Okay, Terry. I know the chat takes a minute to to, to catch up. I want to see if the audience remembers. I'm going to take a drink of water. Voice getting a little raspy here. How is China and Cuba connected? Right there. Right there. Military bases. Boom. You got it. So China now has buildings, entire massive buildings, basically military operations built and continuing to be built in Cuba. That information that was being circulated and sent from the balloon, from the Chinese spy balloon, wasn't going to China, folks. No, 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 no. It was going just south to Cuba because China is now operating out of Cuba. And if China is operating out of Cuba, then that means that they are just right next door for any attack that they need to do. Joe Biden knows this. Obama knows this. I know this. The military knows this, but nobody does a damn thing. The Chinese own, operate and run Cuba, however they want, whenever they want, and they've got military bases 90 miles from Florida, and we or whatever it is, and we can't wipe them off the face of the Earth, we can't wipe those military bases off the face of the planet. What does that let you? What does that tell you? If the CCP is that close to our borders, and they're operating military bases. And they're getting all of their information sent to Cuba so it doesn't have to go to China because of all of the, uh, the, the problems that it would have. We just sit there and let them. We have police, CCP police stations. We have CCP biolabs right here in America. We have the CCP buying up land. We have the CCP buying up factories. And nobody in the administration is going to do a damn thing about it. We're just going to sit back and just watch it all happen. we're coming for you. We're coming for you. China has military bases in Canada, too. You know, I heard that, but I've not been able to confirm it. I actually read some stories about it, but I wasn't able to get verifying sources that actually confirmed it, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Big shout out to Joan922, who says, Merry Christmas, Jeremy and Eli, and she donated 300 hard-earned dollars to us, Eli. $300. Thank you on behalf of me, Eli, and the entire LFA family. We appreciate you. Lisa says, Jeremy, plus they are sending Chinese military aged men across the border. Exactly. If anybody doesn't see this, you must be A, smoking the same crack as Hunter Biden is, or B, you must just be a loser. I'm a loser. We know, though. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. All right, now speaking of the uh, region over there, the Chinese CCP, let's move a little bit further from China and go to Japan. Because Japan is about to do something that we don't want them to do either. And do you want to know why? I'll tell you why. the world sees and recognizes and smells weakness. Big shout out to Holly, RMA Apparel. We love you, Holly. We hope everything is going well. The world smells weakness on the United States. And when the world smells weakness on the United States or any major country They're going to pounce on that weakness because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you say, hey, if they've got it to give and everybody else is taking it, why can't we take it too? Enter the Japanese. Because a Japanese firm, ladies and gentlemen, is about to acquire almost $15 billion worth of U.S. steel National security and labor concerns rise as iconic American company changes hands. Let's get into the story by Thomas O'Neill. Nippon Steel Corporation, N-I-P-P-O-N-N-S-C, it's abbreviated, Nippon Steel Corporation, Japan's top steelmaker, is set to acquire United States Steel Corporation, U.S. Steel, in a cash transaction valued at nearly $15 billion dollars. This acquisition raises questions about the future of American industry and labor amid larger national security conversations. U.S. Steel is a steel producer that supplies products to many industries, including automotive, construction, appliances, energy, containers, and packaging. It was founded in 1901 and is headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, as of 2022, U.S. Steel is the 27th largest steelmaker in the world, producing about 14.5 million tons of liquid steel annually. That's huge. The definition or the definitive agreement, which was has already been approved by both companies, boards of directors, will see NSC pay $55 per U.S. Steel share. this price is a 40% premium over the closing stock prices as of December 15th, reflecting a $14.1 billion equity value and the assumption of the debt summing up to a total enterprise of $14.9 billion. Ladies and gentlemen, say goodbye to your US steel. And I want to say thank you to Greg said, I will match her. Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Eli, Greg just to put in another $300. I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't. And I pray and thank you guys all so much for your kindness because this operation is not cheap. And sometimes we don't even have the money to operate and we got to just make do. I want to thank you guys so very much. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. And yes, big shout out to Dan Bongino for reaching 3 million subscribers yesterday. But this U.S. steel company represented by C, represented by President and CEO David B. Burritt, The acquisition signifies the recognition of the company's value and adherence to joint strategies and shared goals, particularly in the realm of sustainability, he says. Okay, where's the benefit for the United States? Does anybody know where the benefit for the United States is here? As we're trying to bring back manufacturing, as we're trying to bring back all of this, all these jobs and all this labor, what are we going to bring it back to? Japanese and Chinese-owned companies? Big shout-out to CDH Service, Eli. Another $100 for Christmas, man. I got to tell you, you guys are great. God bless both of you. So there's not going to be any manufacturing to come back to If we don't even own the businesses, and that's another thing that they're trying to do to cut Donald Trump's legs out from under him when he comes back, is to limit the growth of the United States manufacturing and jobs by selling it all off to foreign companies, which should be friggin' illegal. It should be illegal. No benefit to the United States of America. And when you've got people like John Fetterman agreeing with me, Lately, I don't know what John Fetterman's been doing. Maybe he's cured, maybe he's becoming a Republican. I don't know. The guy's obviously not trustworthy. He's definitely lurch, he's definitely a moron. But the last few weeks, John Fetterman has been saying what Republicans would say. Here's what the Eagles have to say about the Eagles.
0: I'm standing on the roof of my home right here in Braddock, Pennsylvania, right across the street from the Edgar Thompson plant. And I just have to say it's absolutely outrageous that they have sold themselves to a foreign nation and a company. Can't do that. Steel is always about security as well, too. And I am committed to doing anything I can do from using my platform or my position in order to block this. And I'm going to fight for the steel workers and their union way of life here as well,
2: too. And we cannot ever allow them to be screwed over or left behind. Well, first of all, I don't know that's him because the man speaks very, very good now. Second of all, regardless of if it's him or not, I got to go ahead and do it. And I know I'm going to get shift for this, but the Smarty Award of the day today goes to the clone of John Fetterman, Talking John Fetterman. Talking John Fetterman. Common sense John Fetterman gets the Smarty Award of the day for the first and probably only time ever in history. But what he said is exactly right. Whoever that is, he said it and he was exactly right. We cannot sell these companies to foreign nations. It is a matter of national security. Steel in itself is a matter of national autonomy and national power. Smarty award, I know, I know. Whoever it is, that was a smart thing to say. So if anybody ever says LFATV is nothing but a right-wing bias network, (laughs) (laughs) hey, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Gizmy says Fetterman understands? Glad I was sitting down. We need to see the lump confirm. Yeah, the lump's not there anymore. Fetterman's clone is a conservative. LOL. That is not the original. Why do people keep saying 95, Eli? What does that mean? Oh, that's back when 959595, right? Okay, got it. (laughs) Fetterman is more trustworthy than Vivek. Ooh, shots fired. Shots fired what's that? Don't you like not come back from strokes? No, people can. Again? Yeah. Yeah. People said, don't you, or Eli said, don't you, don't people just not come back from strokes? No, they do. They do. But that's not, Hey, if that's John Fetterman, then I've got Je- F- Jeffrey Epstein's client list. Oh, you're not going to want to miss the end of the show today. Cause I got breaking news on Jeffrey Epstein's client list heard first here on LFA. So make sure you stay to the end. Make sure you share the video and make sure you smash that like button. Now, we need to go and talk a little bit about the gay sex scandal that's going on in the Senate right now. Now, you guys know that that gay sex scandal was from an inter or a staffer, I should say, a staffer of of Senator Cardin. Now, Senator Cardin was confronted about this staffer. And the first time he was confronted, he said, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going to say anything about it. Well, when you kind of get cornered like this, you kind of got to say something. So here's Senator Carden talking about the gay sex scandal that's gone on in the Senate by his own staff. What
1: went on here, any hiring practices? Yeah, these, are, these are
0: personnel issues that I won't talk about publicly as to how we get personnel.
1: But did do, your office book the, the room at the I, time? I don't, I don't or? know the details. Yeah, how did he get in there? I don't know the details. Do, yeah, yeah, you what, do. what was the staff like? What, I mean, he, I,
0: my knowledge of this uh, was over the weekend, when I learned about it, made sure that he was separated, so he left uh, the Senate employment, and that uh, the appropriate steps were taken from the point of view of our
2: office. Did he exhibit any unusual behavior while he was working in the office? I would not be the right one. Day. I, I, Do you I, know him very well, I, or
0: I, I would have to ask. Uh, the, the, these are personnel issues, and uh, I would not be the right person. I, I'm not gonna. I just. I'm not going to get into personnel issues. You do you
1: think there will be criminal charges, Press? I'm not going to get into
0: the personnel investigation issues.
2: But, do you, but your your office is what, cooperating with the Capitol Police on this? Reports. And have they contacted you to look I, into this? They haven't
0: contacted me. Uh, but uh, but I, I'd have to check to see if someone in my office was
2: contacted.
1: Well, is this a staffer, just following that earlier question, that you knew personally, that you worked with personally? I
2: know all my staff people, so I Well,
1: know. were you particularly close to the staffer? Do you
0: know him well? I can't tell you that I. I'm not
1: going
2: to get into my left safety. The video is, it, is that, some, that looks like a legit video, right? I, I don't
0: know. I'm not going to get into that because it's
2: not. That's something that will be investigated. I guess I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not going to get into the specifics. Just I don't. You're not going to get into like, it. That's not what I know. You met with Senator Schumer today. Was <laughs> this part of the discussion with them? Uh, Thank, you. Thank you. I, guess, Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to talk about it. Look, if I'm, a sta- if I'm a senator, Democrat or Republican, and I'm on the up and up, and I'm decent, and I, pe- and I have people fudge-packing on the Senate that are my staffers, I'm not going to sit there and go, I'm not going to comment. I don't know. I don't know. Never seen it. I don't know the legitimacy of it. I don't know. I'm just not going to comment. I'm not going to say anything publicly. Uh, we'll have to see the investigation come out. I don't know if the, the video is legit or not. Then why is he fired? Hmm? I think it's a legitimate question to ask, right, Eli? Why is he not innocent until proven guilty? Why'd you fire him? What's the problem? I don't know. What do you know? Who hired him? That's what I would have asked. Did you hire him or did somebody on your staff hire him? I'm not going to get into hiring procedures. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Because until we get your response on this in an honest way, we're going to suspect that you are the leader of a gay, sex, immoral, sinning um, organization inside the Senate. And we're going to say that it was all you. See, they don't fear the press anymore because the press doesn't push him. They wait for him to answer, and then they go, what about this? What about that? What about this? The man knows exactly what's going on in the Senate. The man was probably part of what went on in the Senate. And again, why was he fired? I don't know. That guy's about as clear as KJP. That information is as safe as Epstein's client list. Now, somebody said, sorry, Jeremy, you weren't the first to talk about Epstein's client list. Sorry, but that's not true. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Maybe you know what I'm going to say. But since we're talking about gay, sexual, immoral, disgusting, pig acts by elected officials and people in... High powers, we've got to talk about this disgrace of a human being right here. Is there anything more disgusting than that image right there? Now, maybe the gay sex stuff going on in the Senate is a more disgusting image. Maybe Joe Biden might be a little bit more of a disgusting image, but this guy right here because of what he represents and because of what he actually does, might be the most disgusting image on planet Earth. Let's get into this. Globalist Pope Francis, globalist Nope Francis, while publicly planning his own funeral, (laughs) continues bent on remaking the church through his own peculiar interpretation of dogma and doctrine. After the controversial... Synod of, and after retaliating against U.S. conservative uh, people who oppose him, Francis continues implementing very divisive doctrines that are sure to send shockwaves to the Catholic world. The newest controversial decision by Pope Francis formally approves and authorizes priests to bless same sex couples. The Pope of the church. It stands to reason, from the standpoint of their human dignity, gay people are indistinguishable from straight ones. No one disputes that. However, many Catholics see this move as another instance where Francis is chipping away at a 2,000-year-old doctrine in a bid to modernize and may move the church closer to infiltration of LGBTQ activism. The new document implements a radical change in Vatican policy. People seeking God's love and mercy, it states, shouldn't be subject to an exhaustive moral analysis to receive it. Well, I'm sorry, I thought that's what the whole thing was. I thought morality and turning from sin and recognizing that sin to turn away from was the whole thing. The document elaborates on a letter Francis sent to two conservative cardinals in October. A new document repeats the rationale and elaborates, reaffirming that marriage is a lifelong sacrament between a man and a woman. And it stresses that blessings should not be conferred at the same time as a civil union, using set rituals or even with the clothing and gestures that belong in a wedding. But butts are for farting. It says requests for such blessings should not be denied, full stop. So that means even though you don't offer it, if they request it, it must not be denied. It offers an extensive definition of the term blessing in the scripture to insist that people seeking a transcendent relationship with God and looking for his love and mercy should not be subject to an exhaustive moral analysis as a precondition for receiving it. Okay. Okay. Well, it looks like the Catholic Church and the Catholic religion have been completely hijacked by an imposter who pushed Pope Benedict out at the help of Barack Hussein Obama and the globalists so he could take the reign of power over Vatican City and do exactly what he's doing right now. He's a pedophile. Your Pope is a pedophile. He is a sinning, pedophile, sexually immoral, evil, deviant scumbag, just like the ones in D.C. And we're coming for you, too. Now, speaking of sexually immoral scumbags in D.C., I told you that former Representative George Santos is in a tell-all tour right now. He's got another piece of uh, information you might just want to know. In a most recent post on Twitter, George Santos hinted to secret sex cages inside the House of Representatives office buildings. In response to an overconfident business insider reporter, Santos shared, quote, You seem too confident here. Should we be looking for some videos from you in the cages? He continued, quote, you know that what happens in the cages doesn't stay there, right? End quote. Santos' comments were in response to Business Insider's senior political reporter Brian Metzger taking a jab at people who were not in the know about how many Senate hearing rooms are located inside the Capitol. And that is when George Santos tweeted back, you seem too confident here. So this is what Brian Metzger said. He said, I'm enjoying the people from outside D.C. referring to it as the Senate hearing room as if there's just one or even the Senate floor. That's when George Santos came back and said, you seem too confident here. Should we be looking for some videos from you in the cages? You know what happens in the cages. Don't stay there, right? LOL with a laughing face. What cages is he talking about? He then tweeted back to George Santos, what are the cages? I've been informed that they are storage spaces in the house office buildings anyways. Remember what Madison Cawthorn said, right? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that based on the information that we have publicly, information that I have privately, and people that all of us in LFA TV know somehow i can tell you that the house of representatives the united states senate and every other institution in dc are sexually immoral and literally overrun with sexual deviants like the southern border is overrun with illegal aliens And I knew this from the moment that I found out that Kevin McCarthy and Frank Luntz were betting together in D.C. in bunk beds, probably banging each other. D.C. is a house of ill repute, and it needs to be purged, leveled, and rebuilt. Do you agree? If you think that D.C., is a house of ill repute, sexual, immoral, sin city, Sodom and Gomorrah, and it needs to be leveled and rebuilt inside American soil, not in some pretend land that doesn't have to follow laws. Raise your hand in the comments section and say, me, and don't be afraid to do so, folks, because we speak up here on LFA TV. Bunks with lunts, exactly. The swamp is wide and deep, just like Kamala. Whoop. The Vatican has many secrets. Yes, it does. D.C. needs to burn. I'm not going to say that. (laughs) Good question. And ground blessed. Definitely needs a cleansing. Talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. No wonder why we are going down. Here's the thing, though. The reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was allowed to be wiped off the face of the earth was because there wasn't any good People. Now, I shouldn't say good because there are none good but God, but there were no righteous people inside the city walls. There are righteous people in America still. And we are not at the end of our rope. But there will be some that will see the end of a rope. And I guarantee you, it won't be you. Now, as we're 36 minutes past the hour, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. I want to thank people like George Santos for having a little bit of guts and coming out on a tell-all tour. I hope he tells so much more about what's going on, because now that he doesn't have to be afraid about getting kicked out of the Congress, he should be able to go ham. And if you don't know what ham is, Google it. And we'll keep moving on. I want to give a big shout out to Rumble. Rumble now has us featured on the front page. They understand the value of the truth of Live from America, and we appreciate them. And if you're new to the program, just know that there are shows every hour on the hour right here on TV. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned right here. Because right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go and we are going to talk about how the House Democrats are now basically launching an entire offensive force upon the Supreme Court for Justice Clarence Thomas. They want him to recuse himself from the Trump immunity case. And you know why, folks. Because when this Trump immunity case gets in front of Justice Clarence Thomas and the rest of the Supreme Court, we are going to put a full stop to all of these bogus and BS charges and cases against Donald J. Trump. House Democrats are now pressuring the Supreme Court to have Justice Clarence Thomas recuse himself from the immunity case. Special Counsel Jack Smith, as you know, we've talked about it many times, wanted that expedited, and the Supreme Court is about to make a ruling on whether they're going to hear it or not. Okay? Now, Jack Smith is fighting to keep the March 4th trial date. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He wanted this case done before Super Tuesday. Not going to happen. Okay? On Monday of last week, Jack Smith skipped over the appellate court, went straight to the U.S. Supreme Court on Trump's immunity claims, okay? Question presented, whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution, from crimes committed while he was in office, or is constitutionally protected from federal prosecution when he, was, when he has been impeached but not convicted before the criminal proceedings began. Now, that right there, that last part, that's the key. That's the key. Constitutionally protected from federal prosecution when he was impeached and not convicted. That's the key. And I think that is what the Supreme Court's going to look at. Because if they say that no president has immunity, Barack Hussein Obama's going down, George Bush is going down, Bill Clinton is going down, George Bush Sr. is already down. Jack Smith is circumventing the appellate court and going straight to the U.S. Supreme Court for one reason, to seek a conviction before the election. And they're putting pressure on the Supreme Court behind closed doors. And they know that if they don't get that pressure put in the right places, then Justice Clarence Thomas is going to be a big problem for them. Because you know that arguably Justice Clarence Thomas has the most power in the Supreme Court. I don't care if Justice Roberts is the, is the lead judge. I don't care. Justice Clarence Thomas has power and that's why they want him gone. Because they know if they skip the appellate court and they do get the Supreme Court to go with them, President Trump can be convicted. So in a new letter, eight House Republicans... I mean, excuse me, eight House Democrats, excuse me, led by, are you ready for this? Oh my gosh. Led by Representative Hank Johnson, who's the dumbest person on planet Earth. He was the same guy that thought Guam was going to tip over. We put too many Marines on one side of it. Remember that? top Democrat, top Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee that doesn't even know what five plus five is, are calling on Justice Thomas to recuse himself in the case, citing the court's new code of conduct's guidance as impartiality. Specifically, they raised concern about Thomas's wife, Virginia, Ginny Thomas, who repeatedly pressed the Trump White House and lawmakers to overturn the Biden's 2020 steal of the election. The letter, dated December fifteenth, says Ginny Thomas's actions after the election raise serious questions about her husband's ability to even appear impartial in any cases. We're coming for you. Oh, I like to say that, Eli. Man, oh, I like to say that. We're coming for you. Trump's coming for you. The Trump train is going to run all over you. And Justice Clarence Thomas right. is going to be a beast inside that courtroom. We're coming for you. Please pray for Ginny and Justice Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas in this fight, because you know it's going to get ugly for the both of them. Amen? All right, let's have a quick drink here. Just his name, Hank Johnson, makes me laugh. I know. There isn't a dumber individual on planet. Kareem Jean-Pierre makes Hank Johnson look like, I should say, Hank Johnson makes Kareem Jean-Pierre look like Einstein. Of course, he's white, so that's probably racist to call her that. God is on the move. I like when you guys say that. Now, speaking of Trump appointed judges, because we know that three of those Supreme Court justices were put on there by uh, President Donald J. Trump, another God on the move miracle moment. I mean, what president gets three Supreme Court justices? I mean, come on, when's the last time that happened? But ladies and gentlemen, here's some good news for you. A Trump appointed judge has now halted the removal of the Confederate Memorial at Arlington Cemetery. Gotta love it, folks. Gotta love it. Let's pull this up on, uh, do we have this video? I think we do. There we go. We have the video. The sound on that. So there it is, folks. There was the crane, or the lift, I should say, that was getting ready to remove that statue at Arlington Cemetery. Well, that will no longer happen, folks, because a judge has now put a stop to that. Hold up. The only statues we're going to be removing around here are ones of Satan. Trump appointed federal judge yesterday, issued a temporary restraining order halting the removal of a Confederate memorial at Arlington National Cemetery. The removal of the statue was underway on Monday, but a judge issued the restraining order to stop it. U.S. District Judge Rossi Alston, R-O-S-S-I-E, Alston, issued the restraining order. A hearing is set for tomorrow, okay? Federal judge on Monday issued that restraining order. A group called Defend Arlington, affiliated with a group called Save Southern Heritage Florida, filed a lawsuit Sunday at federal court in Alexandria, Virginia, seeking the restraining order, and a hearing has been scheduled for Wednesday. Work to remove the memorial had begun on Monday before the restraining order was issued, but the memorial remains in place on cemetery grounds as we speak. Cemetery said on Friday that it expected to complete the removal this week. It said the removal was required by Congress, and that it was complying with the Environmental and Historic Preservation Regulations. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got something to say about that. Well, I say, not today, Satan. We've also got something else to say about that. God is on the move. So I'd like to give the Smarty Award of the Day today, if I could. Please go ahead and cue that. The Smarty Award of the Day, folks, goes to District Judge Rossi Austin. A Trump appointed African American judge, by the way, who's halting a Confederate statue. You wanna know why? Because he's not a butt hurt victim. He's not a butt hurt victim that says, oh, I need to cry about this. He understands that United States history is history and history repeats itself. Amen? Wait, I thought you gave it to Fetterman. Well, I can give multiple Smarty Awards and multiple Dum Dum Awards, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick, 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 quick break to talk about some sponsors here on LFA TV, some people that have helped us move right along here, and one of those, a newer sponsor that's only probably going to be here through the next month, and that is Cozy Earth, ladies and gentlemen. These offers come once a year, and when you can get an offer to get 40% off anything that is made of bamboo, I definitely suggest trying it. Not only are you ever, never, ever, ever going to have to buy anything ever again, because these things get better with every wash. They actually have a 100 wash guarantee. What does that mean? That means you wash this stuff hundred times. And if it isn't getting better with every wash, send it back for a full money back guarantee. And you can get 40% off all betting Let's refresh this because I haven't refreshed that in a long time. It said 28 days till Christmas. You can get 48% off all betting and, ladies and gentlemen, up to 40% off. Six days left till Christmas. Enjoy your holiday deal today. Go to CozyEarth.com. That is CozyEarth.com. Promo code LFA today. And like I said, full money back guarantee. If you are not happy with the item after 100 washes and get this, folks, get this. If you put your wife or your mom or anybody in these kind of pajamas laying on these sheets for Christmas, I guarantee you they're going to feel like a king or a queen, and they're going to enjoy it. So, ladies and gentlemen, CozyEarth.com. That is CozyEarth.com, promo code LFA. And another one I want to talk about real quick, folks, you guys have seen it right here. And a lot of people are starting to talk about it. A lot of people are starting to go and get this. And that is your emergency kit from the wellness company. Somebody asked me earlier on the Rise Up show, Jeremy, which one should I get? Should I get the wellness emergency kit? Should I, or the medical emergency kit? Should I get the COVID kit? What kit should I get? And that is what problems are you experiencing? If you just want all of your prescriptions delivered to your front door without having to go to any hospital or any doctor appointment or go to any physician, then the medical emergency kit is what you should have. It has, you can have all your emergency uh, prescriptions in it. You can have just basic stuff in it. Now, if you're looking to prevent or to overturn the COVID uh, sickness that you get or anything like that, then you're going to want the COVID kit. Okay. Both of them come in the same style of a little case here. All right. And you can get peace of mind for your medicines, ladies and gentlemen, without dealing with any crap or any woke companies or any woke pharmacists trying to make you put on a a mask by going to twc.health. That is twc.health slash LFA, twc.health slash LFA. And I have a feeling they're going to be here for a very, very long, long time. All right, we have 12 minutes left, ladies and gentlemen, and I have a lot to get through. Do you guys remember Reince Priebus? Reince Priebus was once the head of the RNC, the job that Ronna McDaniel has right now. He was asked about President Donald J. Trump, whom, by the way, he had a good relationship with in 2016. Reince Priebus says exactly what we all say. About Trump in 2024, roll it. I remember you
0: as RNC chair,
2: <laughs> kind of fighting so hard to get him to
0: condemn David Duke when David Duke endorsed him. And I remember you in, in, in the White House trying to, you know, keep him w- within the guardrails. Do you worry that, you know, as he, he does, he rushes towards this nomination that 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 he's going off those into those places that you tried to keep him from going? Um, not particularly because I think that. I think you're all misreading the electorate. I I think that the electorate is not looking for less blood. I think they're looking for more blood. I think that people are more angry about crime than they've ever been before. I think they're more angry about the border, the fentanyl, the sanctuary cities, the boys competing against girls in sports, schools out of control. I think, as I've said before, people are looking for a bigger middle finger this time than they were in 2016, and I think. So no matter how outrageous, you're you're misreading this. People are angry. And, they, and, and on the other side, you know, you got President Biden, who's losing young voters, who's losing black voters. Uh, the polling couldn't be worse. And unlike Barack Obama in 2011, Democrats would have walked over glass for Barack Obama. Democrats today, they say 75% we wish we had a different candidate. So it, it matters who you're running against, too. And it also matters what the state of the country's in. And this is a perfect storm.
2: Uh, great assessment, Reince Priebus. Now, I've never been a big fan of, uh, of Rice, uh, Reince Priebus, um, but he's 100% right. People are looking to give a bigger FU, a bigger middle finger to the government now than they were in 2016. Do you agree with that? People are more upset now than they were in 2016 or 2020. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. I think that's true, okay? I think that's 100% true. And Donald Trump knows it's true, too. That's why he calls it his retribution presidency. Now, I couldn't wait to get to this video, and I'm glad the ones who stayed have stayed. First of all, can we all admit Fox News sucks? Can we just put that in the chat? If you're in the live chat, thank you, Majorva. I see that. I'm going to reach out to Donnie, okay? If you're in the live chat and you think Fox News sucks, Say Fox News sucks because this timeline of everything that Trump is going through with all of this coordination and all of this um, collusion between DAs and judges and governors and, 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 and attorneys against Donald Trump, it's all a collusion effort to really just jump on Trump one after the other after the other to bog him down in legal fees and in court dates So that he cannot be out there campaigning. This is not news to the LFA family audience. This is something we've been talking about day in and day out for months. And stupid Fox News finally, finally airs it. Now it's good because people are freaking out. People that didn't know about this are now freaking out because Fox News had such a big reason. They're like, oh, Fox News reported it. It must be real. Yeah, we've been reporting on this for months, you morons. Thanks for being late to the party. Roll it. Clear, both as a political angle and as attorney generals, they intend to tie up Donald Trump in
1: 2024 in a host of legal cases. What you see here is a sampling of them. Donald Trump has four different criminal investigations going on as we speak. He's got the classified document case down in Florida uh, for- Mar-a-Lago, classified documents. You all remember the raid.
2: You got the Georgia election
0: investigation, which is, this is uh, the Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, looking into what happened as far as votes in Georgia after
1: the election. You got the January 6th investigation under Jack Smith. And then don't forget about Alvin Bragg here in New York City. A
0: number of different, it's convoluted, but criminal. You mentioned three criminal, four criminal, but there's one that's dominated headlines recently, which is the civil investigation which is still ongoing.
1: Yes, yeah, Letitia James in New York City. But she's not the only civil investigation going on. So while there's four criminal investigations, let's take a look at the timeline. You'll see it's filled as well with civil lawsuits going on. Um, as you take a look at the timeline, actually, you can see the E.G. Jean Carroll defamation suit. Uh, a, a this is par- related to The Apprentice, like it's another...
0: So there's, what, what we're trying to get to is... In the universe there's the big ones. And then in the middle of it you've got
2: date after date after date of smaller civil Hey, Fox News, welcome to the party. It's glad I'm glad that you guys are here. Now both of those guys are not bad individuals. Fox News sucks. Okay? Both those guys aren't bad individuals. However, I'm going to tell you right now, if I worked for Fox News and they did to Tucker Carlson what they did to him while I was working there, I would have fi- I would have walked out the next day. I would have I Tucker Carlson would have had a who's coming with me moment. And I would have been like, I'm, I'm coming. I wouldn't be there. It goes to show you the lack of integrity that people have at Fox News. So while you think that they're not bad people, maybe they're not bad people. I've met both those guys. They're not bad, bad. But they have a lack of integrity. They're cowards. They're scared. If you ask me. If you, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. And that's your, that is your everyday average Fox News host. And I'll tell you why. Because if they weren't scared and they weren't cowards, they would be the same place this guy is right now saying this that Fox News would not allow him to say about the stolen election. January 6th, people, I've interviewed a
1: lot of them, as you have. And they're all, I mean, they were there because they believe in the system, because they all That's had right. pocket constitutions. They thought it was real, and they were so shocked to see their election stolen, which obviously it was, and that they marched on the Capitol. But they were there to uphold the system, and some did it imperfectly, and some got out of hand, of course. But this guy is there to degrade it, to defile it on purpose. Like, there's no reason to do that in a hearing room. January sixth, people I've interviewed a lot.
2: So there you go. He's not allowed to say this stuff about the election, which it was, a stolen election, which it was. He wasn't allowed to say that stuff. And now he is where he is. And some people say, well, not a lot of them have Tucker's money, so they're probably scared. It doesn't matter. I don't care about Tucker's money. Those people could go anywhere and get a job. Newsmax would hire any Fox um, Fox dissenting person at any time. They'd love to have them. I don't want to hear that, well, they'd lose their jobs, they'd lose their money, they'd support their family. I'd rather support my family on a lot less with integrity than on a lot more with zero integrity. And everybody at Fox has zero integrity. Everybody that works at Fox sucks. Everybody. Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, those two gentlemen. Everybody that still works at Fox News is a no-nut-having, coward, no-spined, individual lack of integrity pile of crap. My opinion.
1: Can I just ask a question since you all are so on the internet and like I'm not that much. um, You really get the sense that Ron DeSantis, who I liked as governor, uh, the people who represent him online are the nastiest, the stupidest, and the most zero-sum people I've ever seen in my life. And I don't (laughs) think that reflects him, but it's like, this is kind of small ball. And by the way, these purported conservatives, Ron DeSantis changed his view. And I like him. Okay. I think he's been a good governor. I just want to be clear about that. I know him personally. I like him, but his donor, Ken Griffin told him to change his view on Ukraine from it's a regional conflict. We shouldn't get involved in to it's a super important thing. We should send more money. One donor got him to change his view and all these so-called conservatives are supporting that. Like it's the most important thing. Ever I, like, who are these people and what is their problem? Like, what is going on with them? It,
2: it, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because he said that about Ron DeSantis, the Ron DeSantis team right now is in an uproar. Their panties are in a wad right now. They can't believe that a news guy said something about them that way. That shows favoritism for Trump. Yeah, no duh. He was at the UFC with him. Obviously, he's not hanging out with Ron DeSanctimonious. So the Ron DeSantis clan is really upset right now because, oh, oh I can't believe Tucker's saying that's not about us. It's not helping in any way. Meanwhile, their staffers are leaving one after, the one, one after another. Look, ladies and gentlemen, when liberal ESPN scumbag, know-nothing loser Stephen A. Smith calls you out, you must really suck. It's
0: about Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, but it's not about politics. It's about sports because he's talking about setting aside a million dollars in the state budget for any potential litigation coming down the pike. To sue the NCAA or to sue somebody because of the college football playoff selection committee. They may. Will you stop? First of all, sir, don't you have bigger priorities? <laughs> I mean, you're down. You're trailing Donald Trump by about 59 points in the polls.
2: The man ain't even show up to debate you because he considers you that insignificant. Don't you have bigger problems? Don't you have bigger problems? Woo! <laughs> When that guy right there is telling you to get out the race, the guy that you're running against isn't even going to any of uh, of the debates, and he's still beating you like that. Ron DeSantis, that is not good for you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the story of the hour. And somebody said, D.C. Drano had it up before you, Jeremy. I think we got it up about the same time. I just didn't post it. Either way, big shout out to D.C. Drano. Over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates will be named in court documents set to be unsealed in the first days of 2024. 2024. Now, a lot of people are saying, yeah, it's all going to be heavily redacted. No, no, no. These are 170 names that you will know. They are named. That means these 170 names will not be redacted. And from what I understand, James Comer and Jim Jordan are about to subpoena the client list and get it out there anyway, regardless of what the Senate is trying to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, once we know who these people's names are, ladies and gentlemen, retribution is coming. And I don't even care if it's only 170 right now. I wish I had five that were verified. So let's get these 150. Get your popcorn ready, ladies and gentlemen. God is on the move. God is on the move. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I also want to talk to you guys real quick about Gold Co. Before we go, folks, goldco.com, goldco.com. Look, ladies and gentlemen, it isn't getting any better. Inflation's getting worse. Your 401ks are not looking any better. And if you've not held real gold or real silver in your hands, even if it's just a little bit, you don't know what you're missing. That sense of security, that sense of of safety when you're holding real gold and silver. So wherever you get it, ladies and gentlemen, know that goldco.com has the biggest buyback guarantee and ladies and gentlemen, you can go to goldco.com slash live goldco.com slash live today and let them know that LFA TV sent you. And also do not forget your rapture ready shirts, folks. Are you rapture ready? I know I am. Pick up your rapture ready shirt for Christmas today, long sleeve or short sleeve, ladies and gentlemen, and the hats will be on there later. Rapture ready, or LFA TV.us. Remember folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Loud Majority with Kevin Smith is coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, here on LFA TV. Thank you very much. Make sure you smash that rumble button on your way out. I'll see you tomorrow, but I'll also see you in everybody else's chats the rest of the day. Make sure you check them out and give them a thumbs up. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do... Always, always keep spreading that gospel. See you later, folks. I love you. Peace.